Check me, Mr. Steve. The guy loves podcasts. Yeah, he's a big podcast guy. If there's a podcast going on, he's got to be in it the whole time. Dude, I can't believe I look like this. This big beard this is so insane, man. I feel like that's like right on... On brand? Yeah, yeah it's like that. I don't, even, I don't even blink an eye to it. Really? I mean, it's not like that, I'm too young Yeah, to but I haven't like known this. you your whole life. Yeah. Dude, I even feel like that when my beard gets super long. I'm like, who? I look, I look like, yeah. I'm not this person. I can yet. identify with that actually. I just had. I said that to my girl. I was like, yeah, I literally look like a fucking. I can't. I. I, I was like, I can't take myself seriously when I. I looked behind the mirror and I just looked like a. I had like long hair, long beard, or some silver uh, grays coming in in the beard. I literally look like a fucking beach bum. Like yeah. I look like a retired. Like I don't even know. It's hard to identify with that guy. Bro, I get it. I was just looking in the mirror here, taking a piss, and I was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I remember. Well, why, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when I took my macro dose of mushrooms in Joshua Tree, we went out there, and that was like really the hero moment for mm -hmm. me. How many grams did you do? I don't know, over 10. Really? Yeah. Over a span of like... 12 hours mm. yeah so you just kept eating them I, I didn't sleep i like watched the sunrise i cried i was in mm. the hot tub i was like crying the sun was coming up mm -hmm. <laughs> but i remember in the middle of it then we did a whole day of lsd the next day so mm. it was like a hero 48 hours mm. of like and that's the only time i've ever done it never got called to it again I, i've microdosed mushrooms mm -hmm. but i've never had another macro experience mm. where i wanted to take a bunch and but that was really like where I kind of began this sound. Mm. Like a lot of shit started to make sense. It's mm. just like, I don't what? I don't want to rap about taking people's bitches and like even even rapping the word rapping and like how I associated in my head then and just like it's just always me, 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 you know, like it's just very selfish genre in general. Like I don't say that in a bad way. I mean, it's it's built on. The merit of it is how it makes you feel, like empowers you, the energy yeah. of it. You like want to go lift weights or like mm -hmm. go party and have fun, you know, like, so, you know, I just, I had an awakening there. I was like, I was listening to Rufus the Soul a lot and I was listening to Casey Musgraves who had just put out an album. I love the album. I was like, I want to do my version of this. Mm. Like, how's this? Like, you can't really play my, like, I kind of had an awakening where I was like, I don't really want to play my music in like nature there's yeah. like so many words and like uh. so much like look at me but anyways what i was trying to say was i remember i went into the bathroom i, I think i think i've seen this online too it's like something that happens when you're macrodosing mushrooms i looked in the mirror and i saw the older version of myself mm. like i was like looking at myself i was like what the fuck? like i didn't look it like it like for whatever reason my my psyche or my subconscious, like my sight, I was seeing, I looked like more wrinkled and I was like, just like looking at myself. I was like, wow. And I just started laughing and then I went back out, you know, mm. we were just outside hanging out the whole time. But mm. yeah, I remember that. I don't know if that's a thing. Maybe you're a good, you're a good guy to ask. Is that a thing where like you take a bunch of mushrooms and then you see a mirror and like you see deeper that's, into something like bro that's like a big thing in like the psychedelic world is they're always like don't look in the mirror whatever yeah. you do like whether you're smoking dmt you know lsd yeah. or anything you know people are always like don't look in the mirror and it's so interesting because 
it can get it can get weird, you know. And I'm not. I'd listen, I fucking yeah. I see myself in the mirror on psychedelics all the time. It's trippy. Yeah, and it's interesting. I, and I always do. It's funny that you got the sense that it was like the older version of you, because when I like look in the mirror, definitely I'm like mushrooms or something like. It's yeah. like a hideous version of me, you know. It's like it was. It was it's like a very just like yeah. It's, it's almost caricature ish. Yeah, bro. Like, and it's like I I know what you're talking about, like the ripples, yeah, the wrinkles, yeah. and like it's very fascinating um, that you interpret it as an older version of yourself. Yeah, that's kind of I don't know. I don't. I'm, I I laughed it off. Uh-huh. Like it was like a, it was like a two minute. I was like. Uh-huh. Fuck, and I was like, man, I'm high. Yeah, <laughs> and I just went, you know, I just went. Dude, back it up. makes me think of a Mike Posner line that like seems like a very psychedelic line. He says, "People who stare into mirrors are all see through." And great I love line. that line, dude. Yeah. Have you ever heard that album of his, The Operation Wake Up? No, Bro. it was like spoken word, right? Uh, no, that one wasn't. Um, which his spoken word stuff is incredible, dude. Yeah. Oh my god. I never like I. I it's so funny how like every human would just coded to like have these things that just fit with us mm. and like it speaks to you, mm-hmm. but it might speak to me, but I'm, but either another time, like there's sometimes where I make a song and then it speaks to me in a different way, another mm. day, another mood, you know, another, but like with music and Mike and um, just like, I, I really, First off, I went to school with Mike Posner. Right. We had classic. I remember doing a group project with him. We were literally doing like a sociology project. Him and I were partners. Wow. And he was just starting doing his thing, and Uh I wasn't even ever thinking I would be a musician. So I was just like, I I heard, I remember hearing some of it. I was like, this is dope. Um, And then that was kind of the, he was actually this kind of small piece in my journey because it was like so close. I could see that that was doable. I just Mm -hmm. went and did the same thing. Yeah. Like he was starting to tour colleges and, Mm move around you know but mike um i'm he's always been uh super like almost felt like he's a bit ahead or i know you don't even look at it like that but he was further along and like i would see i would see him talking about certain aspects of spirituality and then once i started to really go i started to really kind of respect and connect with him not that i never respected him uh-huh. he no I, he's I a fire that. artist you uh-huh. know but um but as a person yeah just like oh i was like oh he's tapped in the you inner know? and then like see and then like the walk across america i thought that was cool uh-huh. like i just you know from afar uh, we're not really we, we're we're buddies we talked mm-hmm. and i've had him on the podcast and yeah but we don't like tap in he's living his life and um but yeah. but i've always kind of drawn uh I see some similarities in how he's wired. I think he's, I think he's talented and great with words and shit. I'm not drawn to any of the, like I knew the spoken word, but that was also a different version of me, mm-hmm. you know? But I remember when that dropped, I was like, I'm not into this, you know? Yeah. But I wasn't in it for poetry, you know what I mean? Well, I wasn't into a lot of his stuff when he first dropped it either. Mm. And it like, you know, I didn't yeah. discover that album until like uh, two years ago, yeah. the spoken word thing. And it's incredible mm, i will i'm say, sure it I, is dude for me i'm just like a huge fanboy mike posner is like my dream podcast guest really oh dude he's my favorite artist like i would go as far as to say he's my favorite artist ever great yeah i mean he's, i could could probably hit him that'd be great <laughs> yeah i've hit him up because he lives in uh michigan literally an hour away from where i'm from mm, yeah man you Detroit. never know you never you know never know no it'll happen it's just a matter of when yeah. i messaged him did you Oh, yeah. I said, bro, I know I don't have like because he's been on like he's done a lot of pods with like uh, Rich Roll. Mm -hmm. He's been on Impulsive. Mm -hmm. I literally shot him a message. I was I think it was actually like I was like coming down from like some LSD and I was like (laughs) and I was like I shot him a fucking message, dude. 
And I said, I know I don't have the following of Rich Roll or Impulsive, but I will ask you the greatest fucking questions you've ever been asked on a podcast. Those guys don't know shit about your music or like whatever. I yeah, just yeah. totally went <laughs> off and I was like, dude, I know I, I like, I will fucking die. I have dissected your shit on another level. Wow. Like fire I didn't interview. know that. Yeah, bro. Yeah, he's dope. He's had some, I mean, he's had some huge records too, but he's, he's always he's talented, mm-hmm. talented and he's tapped in. So it mm-hmm. makes sense. But dude, it's funny you brought up the mushroom trip because I actually driving here wanted to, I was going to ask you that about mm-hmm. your psychedelic experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could, I could fill you in on whatever we've talked about. It. Well, so that was your only like big dose of mushrooms. Is that, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I would hmm. say, I would say that. I mean, I've definitely eaten more mushrooms, but it was in a more like more of a, you know, over a span of day in nature never never really going after it like mm-hmm. i really went after it mm-hmm. i literally drove out to joshua tree for that only mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's a great and that, place to do it yeah and i just that was the, that was just the beginning that was the catapult but i had some i had some downloads um i didn't even know what a download was then you know but i had so, i had some downloads that just totally changed me forever mm-hmm. and i you know just really can say that I've taken it with me. I mean, I've done thousands of hours of like inner work, you know, Mm. since then. Mm. So you can't just say, Oh, you do it once and then you're changed, you know, like, but you could also look on paper and say that was kind of the case for me because I haven't done it again in a, on a macro level. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've been microdosing mushrooms for five years, six years now. I was ahead of the curve. Like I was, I, when I say curve, I just mean like obviously this whole onslaught of everyone, everyone doing it mm-hmm. and everyone talking about the benefits. Like no one was. We mm-hmm. were kind of crazy. Like mm-hmm. in LA, coming around with microdoses at like twenty. Yeah, it was. It's it's actually been more. It was like twenty. It was early twenty seventeen, um, when I first started. I got introduced to mm-hmm. it and just ch- blew my mind mm-hmm. because I had always just programmed very young that those are like for people who are like out of their mind and Mm. that's that you know I was over here in the straight and narrow baseball player student athlete so Mm. when it got reintroduced to me from somebody I respected telling me the benefits I was like what you know Mm. and then I kind of got into I started I did I remember my first time I took it I I felt I took a pretty I took an LSD microdose and we were playing ping pong and, I, you know, we were really good. Like, we were playing a lot, high mm-hmm. level, like, <laughs> in our crib. Just, And I was, I, I saw the ball orbiting. Like, uh, it slowed down so mm-hmm. much for me. And then I literally was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, that stayed with me, you know. And then I, I was kind of affirmed that, like, there's, there's, there's a little cheat code here feeling to mm-hmm. it. But also, like, never, never wanted to abuse it. I'm not interested in abusing it. Mm -hmm. So like to answer your question, I've done mushrooms that are more than a micro, a mini dose, a handful of times, you know, but usually it was like when I was still partying, which is no good, you know, like, well, it's just uh, hard to like pinpoint the actual experience. Yeah, no, it's, it was almost like of so much other sprinkling energy. it on to the, into yeah. the pot, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, let's, yeah. Get some, let's get some of this <laughs> yeah. going. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. My crock pot of fucking, what what were your ma- what were you really into, dude? Um, alcohol. Yeah, alcohol. But other than that, like alcohol. But like the crazy part is, bro. Like I'm not. I would. 
this like i've said this before but it, it blows people's minds like if you were a mike stud fan for real like i was never a huge fan of alcohol itself mm -hmm. i was just i was just addicted or uh, you could say my biggest attraction to it was the wave that came like mm -hmm. the wave like what was it with it was it was girls i thought i thought being the man was like being at the bar, drinking with the guys, hot girls, like, and it's like, that's, I subscribed to that for like wow. a long time where I thought. Hey everyone, pardon the interruption. Just wanted to let you know the I'm Feeling Mushroomy shirt that I'm rocking in this podcast with Mike. That is our OG mustard color, 100% US cotton I'm Feeling Mushroomy shirt that I have on here. You can get this at I'mFeelingMushroomy.com. We got the big logo on the back so that you can let people in line at the coffee shop know that you're feeling mushroomy. And it's really great. These are really high quality. This isn't no Gilgen drip, okay? This ain't no fruit of the loom swag this is high quality shit this is like dressing yourself in the finest cloak that the village has to offer you know that's how you're gonna feel in this shirt so anyway i'll let you get back to the podcast just wanted to let you know you can now enjoy the rest of the podcast ad free all you have to do is go buy an i'm feeling mushroomy shirt if you want one link in the description i'm feeling mushroomy.com thanks you guys for watching see ya it was like a childhood version of like what I thought being an idol is. Yeah. It's like hit home runs, uh -huh. pretty girls. When you go to the bar, everyone, you know, you get this camaraderie and like, there is good things that come from those experiences, mm -hmm. you know, but um, I was very green. Like I was a sheltered baseball player um, and, you know, didn't even smoke till I was out of college. Yeah, because they would drug test us at Duke a bunch too. So, and I didn't, yeah. So like, you know, the journey when I, when I start doing the music thing, like, yeah, we partied at Duke baseball for sure. That was where I really got introduced to drinking heavily. But like, it was literally like all the old guys on the team were like, and I could drink and it just made me cool. It made me feel more accepted. Mm. Um, I was good at it, you know, ego strokes. And then just, you know, obviously all the shit that partying brings, like the way I grew up, that's what being cool was like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I don't know why in my head that's my programming, but it was like, I no, I get it. It was a goal. Like, and I feel like a lot of men in society yeah, share bro. that. It's like, especially East coast side of the country, yeah. bro. There's nothing fucking going on other than, you know, fucking yeah. chicks and playing football. Right. You know, it's like, and, and I was, I was always, you know, I really was, I was even younger. It was, it was crazier or <clears throat> who knows my perspective may have been small, obviously was smaller, but I was always the best athlete, you know? So I had that. Mm. And then like, you know, as I started to mature and then want to be attracted to girls and like, then that was the other thing. Those they were like stats. Mm. Like they were like stats to me, mm. like accolades, highlights, you know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like that carried into, you know, we, I, the Mike thing, Mike stud thing happens and it's kind of the same thing. I was extremely humbled by the injury. Like I was flying high. I had mm -hmm. no problems ever. Like I always achieved what I wanted to do. Now I was at Duke. I was all American. I was going to get drafted. This was the dream. I thought a million dollars was a lot of money that, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so like getting a million and then like getting it taken away right before I got drafted, I got hurt and then got extremely humbled, couldn't return to full, full speed. And then all of a sudden you like all my worth, 
all my self-worth was in that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My whole identity was like I was a great athlete and I was going to be a pro and I was going to prove everyone wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I start the Mike Stead thing and I don't even mean to start it. It happens like on its own. So wild. So lucky. Like so many, I don't know. I like automatically knew I could do it and I don't know why. You know what I mean? Because I had no reason to think I could. Mm-hmm. But I did. It's probably why it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, but... So then what I mean is like, oh, I just like, I just continued what I was doing. Like I would make the songs. Those were the home runs, you know, hit the uh, strikeouts. I was a pitcher and then the women and partying. So like, you know, it was really like I got to do that was like without school and without needing to be an athlete. It was like the primo version of this. Like I don't now I don't have to. You know, worry about what I'm eating and drinking and have to stretch and work out for my baseball. Like that was out the window, mm. but I still had my, like, I was the man, mm. you know what I mean? It was just mm. another sphere. And like, it had even less rules, less boundaries, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I didn't even get into drugs at all until I got into my mid to later twenties. Like, um, we were just drinkers. Like we really drank though, mm. like really, really fucking drank, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And um, thankfully, like my, I could handle it, you know, mm. to a certain extent. And thankfully we were always really grounded in like trying to just make sure that we were stay ourselves, mm. you know what I mean? And like not get, we'd never let it get out of hand. Like yeah. we wouldn't go on these really when it started to get out of hand is when I realized to shut it down. Mm. You know what I mean? But I've always, I think why I'm here and having any success in life in general, it's really attributed to a pretty good self-awareness it's tons of room for improvement even now Mm -hmm. and had ton to become aware of Mm -hmm. then but i was aware enough to be like i know who i am i'm not i know what kind of life i'm trying to have i'm not trying to be this loser like gets drunk every fucking night and parties and just you know it just became it just was always obvious enough when to balance it when to stop and Mm -hmm. go work out and Mm -hmm. You know, I was very diligent in my workspace, but the problem with being a musician is work and play are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're drinking, you're high, you're doing whatever. There's girl, that's the studio atmosphere in general. So, and I had it at my house in LA and we were open door policy. That was what Stevenson Ranch was like, you know, like it was, so it, it, it got, you know, as far as what I did, like I did, I did some hard drugs, you know, nothing crazy, but like, yeah, like, my favorite out of it would be was Molly MDMA. Mm. Like, I really would catch yeah, some tidal waves and one. like have fun. And but we really leaned heavily on alcohol, like to as a default. Uh-huh. And um, you know, it's been a it's been a journey. I can't I can't say I regret like those times because uh, I feel like it gives me so much closure now. Mm. I, I have nothing that I yearn to do uh-huh. in that space. Yeah, bro. so I'm just able to like. Uh, Thank you guys. You know what I mean? Jersey's going up in the rafters. Like, Uh and you know, I had certain things in my life happen. Like I met somebody, somebody who, you know, first time, like was able to like give me some perspective, you know, and like want, it was my first um, window into like, what is the next step to my life? I was in this like one step for a while where I'm like, Oh, we're kids. Who is this person? A woman? Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's 
my better half, you know, yeah. somebody that I met, like, it's been a few years now, um, in a really slow, inter- very interesting relationship. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get into it regardless <laughs> of like where her background uh-huh. and mine are very, very different. Yeah. We touched on it briefly last time. I saw yeah. It. Yeah. And just like sh- she, we just hit it off on like this crazy spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Like feel like we've known each other forever type thing. But what I'm saying is like, I was living in this loop of like, you know, like a dopamine loop, but also a work loop. And then like, you know, yeah, it's a spin cycle and we're constantly getting a little bigger and a little better. And then, you know, then it started to go faster and we're getting bigger and better. And I was still partying and Mm. it became very clear that like I was going to like spin out Mm -hmm. because the partying was getting uh, to another level. Um, And then my businesses, like I was scaling Mm. and it needed way more attention. Mm. You know, that that's, that's why I'm in the situation I'm in in some of my businesses, like really because I was trusting too deeply and Mm. like naive, you know, but I had a, you know, you have to know what you sign yourself up for. And I signed up for doing this independent and then Oh, we're going to start these other companies and then they're real companies with real income. And then they need all that. They need tender, love and care and attention. You know what I mean? And like, if not, who's, if not me, who's delegating, who's overseeing. And like, it happened at the same time where I was scaling and like, I dropped the highs and it got exponentially bigger. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was still doing the same shit. Like there was a lot of wasted time. If you broke down my weeks, mm-hmm. like there was wasted time doing shit that I I'm sick of doing, but I'm doing anyway because I'm like, this is what we do. Yeah. Just part of the reason. You know, this, this is all, you know, it was like a crutch. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm making these songs and I'm drunk though. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm fucked up. I made some great fucking songs at yeah. four in the morning that ended up making me hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not million, yeah. you know? So there was this like, you know, it kind of affirm. It, it's Bro. just this cycle I where like somebody came into my life that gave me like, a hard choice like what do you you know what do you want you know like and then once i stepped out of it i fucking man my like my fucking head exploded because i was just like what was i doing you know like as as i stepped out of that, that oh, phase i was stuck in i was just like what was i doing why mm. for who for what like you know how painful has this been dude very painful yeah very painful because you put a lot of positivity out there and it's great like sharing the journey like sharing this process of what you're going through is like super valuable yeah for tons of people right yeah and you know like my whole thing is like it's transparency you know what i mean so when i'm when i'm talking and like these you know somehow and so for whatever reason like this became a, a real truth to me that like now when I'm having podcasts, this is what I'm going to talk about. Yep. It's the fucking truth. You yep. know, like it's, I guess you could argue it is now sexy to talk about, but I was two and a half, three years ago, I was on mm-hmm. YNK podcast talking about spirituality and there wasn't a ton mm-hmm. of like masculine, you know, like just regular guys on uh-huh. there, like talking about the meat, you know, like uh-huh. now you can't, it's everywhere, uh-huh. you know, but at the same time, like, you know, it's always been about, transparency good bad ugly and um yeah i'm kind of proud of myself like i didn't even really have to check my ego because there was a the the older me would have been embarrassed or scared to share that i had some type of oversight (laughs) Mm -hmm. like 
my whole identity is like, do it yourself, be an entrepreneur, take, take risks, you know, and don't, don't bow to the man. Like mm. you can do it yourself. And then I'm over here not doing it right. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And then like, you know, so there was a, like, I was kind of, I, I kind of laughed to myself. I was like, oh, that's, that's, that's a sign of growth that like my first instinct was to share that like, yeah. And, and really at the core, the very core of it, I'm still accountable. Like it's a hard lesson to learn, but I, the, the deepest fault I own, you know, because it's your life and your narrative and, and when you sign up, like I said, when you sign up to do shit, like you have to fucking be, you have to tend to that. Yeah. Like you have to tend to your gardens that you choose to make and plant. And, and, um, you know, again, there was a, there was an awakening, you know, to, a, to really like a bunch of naivety, like a lot of, there was a, a good amount of, um, when I say accountability, like lazy trust. Like, yeah, I do blindly trust. Like, I trust these guys. Like, these are my guys. Uh-huh. But, like, I had a bunch of, like, off feelings. Uh-huh. And I just took it as every time I'm, like, worried or looking at money or talking money or talking logistics, mm. my gut doesn't feel good. Mm. And then I'm, wow. I'm, and then I can't really be who I want to be. You know what I mean? So you guys handle it. Mm. You know, and, and that's irresponsible, even if like I have like just to put it into perspective, you know, 12 years of doing it like we're a seven figure we're, we're, we've been earning in that figure for a long time. And we had I had fucking two people helping me like I had one guy doing the clothing it turned out being a like a really you know, a really bad person, like, yeah. you know, and that was super hard to swallow because I've known him for a decade and all I've ever done is try to big bro the guy and give him opportunities. Mm. Then my checks and balances, like this is why I give myself grace. I had a fucking business managers. I had CPA business managers, you know, and I was having these conversations and they're, this is my ecosystem. I had this guy, scumbag guy who was stealing from me mm -hmm. and spending all my, all of my company's money on his own personal stuff, like a bank account. So insane, dude. Yeah. And like, we were brothers bro. like, we were like, and like, I don't talk to anyone. I don't even talk to these guys about business. I don't like talking about business. Yeah. So me and him are having these conversations and I'm just being gaslit, mm. putting circles. Mm. And then I have these guys that are just just disconnected, just collecting on the back end. Like, is it, was those your financial, like, my financial guys that I was dealing with in the beginning? Yeah, bro. I remember pulling up to get a check from them in person. And I just remember pulling up to this spot in LA and just being like, holy fuck. Like it just wasn't what I expected. Yeah, dude. It was, it was like, this, I wasn't, I never even went. So dude, <laughs> it was like a little, it was like, uh, the second story of like a coffee shop on some street in LA and wow. they had a big neon money sign on the wall. I just remember going in there and being like, no yeah, way. well that, I mean, this is another thing. Like, again, like what I'm talking about, like a lazy trust, mm -hmm. like these were my first accountants. Like it's, it's a strange thing when you're like a grown man and then you have like, 
these people that are so interwoven into like how you're functioning in society. Like these guys pay all my employees, pay my bills, pay my family, send money. You know what I mean? They're, they're booking where we're going. And so it's just like this hard to unearth feeling like that, that there was a many points where I wanted to bag both of them. Cause I had these bad feelings, mm. but like, the lazy this is a back to tour what i what i'm calling lazy on my behalf is just like i don't want to go through that process of having to find other real guys who i don't know to now come in and be close to my money and handle my money like you know what i mean at least i've been with these guys the whole time i know these guys like i think they're good people you know what i mean um which they weren't you know i'm not not to say my accountants were necessarily bad people but you can make the argument they were from where i'm sitting mm. because you know what I'm doing, you know what I mean? And you know how small my operation is. And like, yeah, like all I needed to do is be notified about certain, like they weren't even looking, you know what I mean? So it's just been this whole process where like, I went through this journey, I found amazing people, then they get onboarded and we're like, all right, cool, things are gonna look up. And they look around and there's fires every single place. So like, I had that one partner in clothing. I had my business managers who oversee my money and business incomes and, su and such. And then I had only Steve's mm. and this company Famigo, mm. right? Like they're family and friends. That's what Famigo is, mm. you know? Um, and, <laughs> you know, we had a, we had a fine relationship in the sense, like they had a, they had a platform that they were cultivating that like was the closest thing to like what I was seeing in my head for what it could be. Mm -hmm. And we're promised a bunch of, you know, development and we could help curate it. And, and then that just like kind of just didn't happen. Like mm -hmm. we wanted a bunch of development that couldn't happen. They were slow, mm -hmm. but like, I didn't know, like e the money, the money's not adding up there either. So the three places, like I'm talking 12 years of doing this, multi millions of dollars earned. Mm -hmm. I had three fucking people. Like I couldn't keep it any smaller. Like mm. it was too small. I was taking blame for keeping it too small. Mm. When like shit was going left, I was like, maybe it's on me. Like that same feeling, like a little lazy here. We got to find new people and add to the team. Mm. Turns out my team as it stood just totally was trash top to bottom. So it's just been one thing after another. And a lot of, a lot of, uh, just frequencies I'm not trying to be in yeah. at all. And like, really, I give myself grace. I do, you know, I do. Cause it's, I know what I, I know where I was coming from, man. I'm, mm. I'm trying to be a creator. I'm trying to live abundantly. I'm not trying to fuck. Oh, what did they, what's, what's this week's returns on like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. what's our income? You know, like uh -huh. I'm not cre as a creator, the worst thing you can do, we're just talking about this with social media. The last thing you can do is be results driven. Mm. It is, I mean, the law of detachment is something I'm like, just blew my mind when I, when I first consumed that mm. in a book mm. um, that stuck with me so much because I'm so, I was so attached to results at that mm. time in my life. Mm. Do you need to turn it off? It's all good. Yeah, we have other cameras anyway, yeah, right? Fine. Yeah, it's all good. So I was so attached to results. Mm. And I had that awakening to that. So then I kind of went as the spirituality spoke to me so much, like I got, I just really wanted to keep vibrating higher. And like, I wanted to disconnect from things down here. Like mm. everything's going to be good. I know I'm earning. I know the abundance is there. I know I'm tuned in. And, and um, the fact of the matter is like, yes, you can do that, but you need to constantly make sure, conscientiously make sure that your, your role players who are 
in those checks and balances roles mm -hmm. are doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just a blind, naive, naively like, yeah, these are my guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, and I was aware they weren't the best guys, mm -hmm. but I wanted to keep it like, especially with Foley, like yeah, yeah. that guy, you know, I knew him when he was, I, I hired him when he was 15. Oh, and really? I didn't even really hire him. Like he just was around and then like he started shooting some things for me. He had a like camera. Like in high school? He was like when a, you were in high school? He or? dropped out of high school. He dropped out of middle school. He's like a strange guy. Oh, and you met him in Rhode Island then? No, I met him like right when I was starting Mike Stud. I was 22 at the time and he okay. was like 15, but he was just like, he was already dropped out of school and living in New York City. Got it. Like he was just like a different type of dude. I don't even know. Yeah. Now, <laughs> as I've gone through this with him, like, dude, it's probably the like that's the craziest part this like a really crazy just like the level of entitlement and like a delusion and just zero remorse like mm. dude i don't care if i'm totally wrong right like say me and you known each other for 10 years and i'm working for you and you're totally wrong like i know i didn't steal anything yet mm. right Regardless, I'm like, you could be upset for a bit or whatever, like, you're accusing me of this, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, no, it was ice cold, nothing. And then, and then just going around and saying the op, like, I, I found out he was telling people bad things about me for years. Oh like, God. And, I, and I'm like, dude, he, used to, he sucks at his job. Uh -huh. He was terrible. He was running, like, he was running shit into the ground. Like, yeah. anyone who, I don't know if you ever purchased clothes from me. No. Have you ever? If no. you did, you would know what I'm talking about. Like, well, dude, I remember what, like, even when I first started running your TikTok almost two years ago, mm -hmm. there would be comments like, hey, it's been, you know, four weeks, six weeks. I haven't got my order. And People then it's, waited, like, three months sometimes, four months for, well, like, yeah, a half. It's just been crazy to see all this like bubbly, like finally just fucking explode. Yeah. But it's so beautiful because you have to like shed this it in was, order to move on to the beautiful. next phase of it's, your it's, life. It's like meta, life is about fucking metamorphosis after metamorphosis. Mm. The more you can change, I've just changed my outlook on change so much. I've realized I'm kind of a beacon for change for some people. Like even the way I'm living, I'm just, you know, like, yeah, I was Mike Studd. We were celebrating tits and ass and like, frat culture that's that's what we were mm -hmm. that's what i knew yep. you know what i mean and now like where i am now i'm just so first off i love this version of myself mm -hmm. which like if you told me when i was 25 that you're going to be like this when you're this age i'd be like oh fuck that sounds boring mm -hmm. you know or something like you don't go out and drink and you know and now like <laughs> that sounds crazy that i used to do that yeah. so it's just I just feel like that's a cool message for a lot of my, that's why I've been so open about it. It's yeah. just like, man, you have to, if you, if you're truly open to what, you know, to what life is unfolding for you, um, there's just so many, there's just so many, there's like endless, beautiful iterations and versions of life that can happen, mm. you know, and I, it opened my eyes. Like I'm so willing to change, mm. you know, and even that, like this, this came at an interesting time, but everything's divine and timing, you know, just came at an interesting time because I'm like so, I was just so free and flowing and then I had to like come back down. And, and, and that's a lesson in itself. Like there's ups and flows that sometimes you need to show up and be this guy, mm -hmm. you know, you need to be that guy right now and it's mm -hmm. okay. Like I almost resented that I had fucking four hours of these calls a day and then like I'm finding myself resenting things that I used to wish for mm -hmm. you know I used to wish for 
having seven figure clothing or, you know, just successful businesses. And now I'm bitching about handling them. Mm. You know what I mean? So Mm. what are you telling the universe when you're telling them you don't want this? Yeah. It's not a gratitude state. No. So I feel very prepared. I'm not, I'm definitely not sitting here saying like it was easy or it was all this miraculous awakening. Like there's ebbs and flows within the ebbs and flows. Oh yeah. And then the whole life is just a constant waveform of ebbs and flows at the, at the core, at the science of Mm. what's going on here, you know? So my outlooks definitely helped a lot navigating this. Mm. The old me would have like flew to dude's house and dragged him out and just beat the fuck out of him. You know what I mean? Like I I literally would have, I wouldn't even told anyone I was going to do it. Mm. I would have just flew there and did it. Mm. And then I would be in a whole other mess, you know? So it's been nice to sit from this seat of a viewer for the first Mm. time and not be so, so caught up in the ego of me. And how could you do this to me? You know, you realize, like, I realize he's sick. Yeah. bro. You know, and I am going to make him pay, you know, but I do, I I say that because I wrestled with this for a while, you know, I'm going to make him pay for these choices because it's, it's, it's what, it's literally the best thing for him. Yes. And it's the best thing for us as a, as a people. What do you mean by that? You're going to sue him or? Well, yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot like this criminal, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so I'm pursuing. Got it. And like, I don't know if that, you know, I'm not the cops. Like I'm, I'm, I'm heavily, I'm in a long dialogue with them about it and things are progressing, you know, but I had to make a choice if I was even going to do that. Or are you going to spend a bunch of money to get the money back that he stole? Mm. Like that's what a lot of these kind of crooked I feel like that's why there's so many petty thieves and we call them, I'm not saying like I go rob the corner store. I'm saying like just generally people are trying to get over on people out here. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's just like everyone, everyone's fighting for their lives and, and you're almost like, there's kind of this undertone of like, yeah, but like the way the justice system works, like, are you really going to, you're going to sue me? We're going to go to court over this. Like Uh maybe, you know, but like, I think people bank on that a little bit and like, the old version of me would have said, fuck it, you know, like, I'm not going to spend more money on this dude. Like, Mm -hmm. but he needs, he needs, um, it's, it's closure for me, but it's also, it really is deeper than that. It's like the only way he's going to have a good life. Cause I know, I know he's not going to have a good life. He he can't, if, if he could do this, the amount of karmic shit bags hanging around that dude's neck. Yeah. And like, I I get that if your ignorance is bliss and if like, he's totally ignorant to like, morality you know like learning through this sociopath yeah like a deep narcissist like dude he 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 thinks i'm in the wrong somehow like i don't even know in what universe like he saw the accounts bro like he saw the statements and i literally from the bottom of my heart expected him to say like wow like i didn't know you know you know i didn't know it was this much you know he didn't even bat an eyelash he didn't even bat an eyelash and, and it was eight, like, it was money that like, I mean, you know, just absurd amount of money to spend. And you guys were face to face. No, oh. no on, on the phone. But I'm saying like, oh. or even just like, he literally like we had the kind he's like, I look forward to hearing from my, he said my new accountant's name. He's like, I look forward to hear. Like, how do you look at this? Hear me. Like someone who's, I've literally just helped the guy. Like deep down, there's some kind of deep discontent for me Mm. you know to be able to do this or 
maybe just generally like he he's really empty inside and he kind of wants to be a focal point and mm-hmm. oh, yeah, kind of resented that I was that maybe Definitely. I don't know I don't know but either way what my my main point is like for him to have any chance at a good life where he could maybe be a good father or be a good person again he needs to truly endure the accountability, um, the responsibility it takes to deal with what you did. Mm. And for him to be prosecuted or for him to be, you know, really in a serious financial problem, mm. you know, he's he's got the trenches to navigate mm. and I'm going to give him the trenches, you know. And, it's fucking savage, bro. Yeah, it's just like, and it's, it's out of love. Uh-huh. You know, it really is like. That's why it's savage. Because he can have. He can have a, a, I don't know, uh, he can rebound if, if, if he, if he had, if he's forced to face this because he's not, he's not even evolved enough to face this at all. He's mm. totally, you know. So, so, I knew he was, like, I knew he wasn't evolved. He's younger. I knew, I knew he had so much growth ahead of him, and I was trying to walk him down the path. Mm. He had nothing in him that could connect on a spiritual mm. level, um, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I know plenty of people that aren't spiritual that wouldn't spend all some all of somebody else's money thinking it's theirs, you know, oh, or yeah. they have some type of entitlement to do it, you know. Um, mm. So he's really down, like you know, at the at the deepest level. I feel bad for him, you know. I I feel more bad for him than I feel bad for myself, yeah. you know. And and I know. I know how I see, you understand the oh, karmic, the, the oh, karmic, of course, man, you got a clear conscience in this situation. Yeah, I do. I do. And, and I even have a clear conscience about punishing him, mm. you know, because I really, I spent a lot of time before I even made that decision. Mm-hmm. My first instinct, instinct was like, fuck this guy, sue him, blah, blah, blah. And then first you realize this all is a long process. Mm-hmm. This is why, this is why people are pretty fast to fuck people over because mm-hmm. No one wants to go through this yeah. two-year process of like getting the answers and getting justice, and mm. then, and then even when you get even when you get the justice, it's like you know, there, there's a whole there's all types of I've learned a lot about this process. There's mm. all types of things in the way to like truly just get in and get out and get justice mm. and move on. Um, but yeah, you know, I've deciphered that decision and and I have a clear conscience on that decision as well, and. Um, it's been painful, but it's a bittersweet thing because it's like, it is the first time where I really feel like I'm a man. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I always felt like a boy. Mm-hmm. I feel that, yeah. And just like, I'm in this phase where I'm, I'm like growing up. Mm-hmm. You know, I was scared to grow up. Mm. I was scared to grow up. I was yeah, like you almost uh, married to my youth. Mm. You know, like, this whole idea of like, ah, whatever, yeah. you know, like, let's do it, man. Let's, let's go, you know, let's go live out these boyhood dreams, mm. you know? And then I did them and then I did them again and I did it again and I did it again and I did it again, Fuck. you know? And it was like, things get better and better and better from that viewpoint until, until you hit a certain place. And then I hit that place. The ironic part is like the divinity of the timing, like, I had those realizations about my personal life and it was like literally in perfect timing to be able to step into this person I am now Mm. where I'm literally tending to every business, all facets, all financial facets. I literally went in and relearned. I didn't even relearn. I learned. Mm. I didn't even learn. Mm. 
I learned the logistics of how all these things are flowing. And then I spent the time of, you know, finding and using resources to find the right people. And I feel like I am, you know, um, so all this whole metamorphosis of my business, it was like, you know, thank God I had the awakening. I met, you know, my, I met my person who first just, again, gave me the hard choice. Like you can't do this and that, you know what I mean? So then I made that choice and then all these things, like all these realizations come where I don't want to do any of that shit. I actually want to take care of all the things I have planted. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's, it's hard enough. It's hard enough just waking up, taking care of your body and doing your work yeah, bro. and then being there for your family or friends or like there's shit that comes up every day, mm-hmm. you know, and that's hard enough. Yes. Then you're going to fucking go poison yourself twice a week, go play an ego role that it's so corny. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's corny to be look, you know, the look at me guy. Like it, not that it was even about look at me, but I'm saying it's corny to be the guy who isn't isn't really there to fucking address the issues in his life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wasn't really addressing issues in my life and I was, and, um, I was just kind of floating in the abyss and thank God that awakening happened before it was, it was like, it was like a symphony of timing. Like I got, I got clear. I stopped, I freed up all this bandwidth and time mm-hmm. and then it got filled. Like then the Foley shit happened and all this shit happened. And, now I have the time and the bandwidth to handle it. You know, mm. it took away from my music bag and I definitely suffered there in the sense of like, I don't feel creatively inspired to go freestyle some melodies. I just mm-hmm. got off a fucking four hour financial call, yep. you know, or talking to lawyers about what the next steps are and this and then mm. the other thing and then the other thing, you know? So it's like, it's, uh, if you're able to zoom out enough, which really is all the work, you know, you do a lot of this similar work. Um, anyone working on the spiritual aspects, like I think really what it is, is like you're, you're, you're learning how to control your lens, your camera. It's like you get a camera, it's a beautiful tool, but if you don't know how to do it, mm. your pictures come out like shit. It's true. So yeah. I'm now able to, you know, like I have a, my life is my tool and I'm able, I'm able to use it. Mm. You know, there's still some things I don't do at all. Like I have guys cook for me and clean and, you know, Maybe that will be the next step where I want to even do that. Maybe, yeah. maybe not, you know, but what I'm saying is like just stepping into a manhood um, in this phase and letting go of the boy, the boyish uh-huh. behaviors, yeah. you know, um, and, and for the first time, not like being a little skittish about growing up, Yeah, which I kind of was Basically. like, never grow up. Yeah. No, no, never grow up, you know, where you can grow up and still keep your a charm your youth Dude, like that's all like those are just words you know exactly. that's just an illusion it like, is you know it is you're... no and that's what i learned like i feel i feel younger i feel younger now than uh-huh. i ever did like i i guess i don't feel like you're 33 it's hard to say like it's hard to say i can't think back and be, ever think i thought about age uh-huh. until you got till 30. Mm. like i remember 29 30 i was like ooh. You know, like, oh no, I'm still very childish. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, is this a problem? Like, mm. and I'm like, no, I'm a fucking artist, celebrity, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't matter, you know? And, um, yeah, for, for whatever reason, like my, I think, I think for a lot of reasons, but my energy, my life energy is like, 
that's where that's really what youth is it's mm -hmm. your life energy for sure you know and you can cultivate that with good health and doing mature things you can cultivate your youth by maturity for sure mm. i've met so many dope like old dudes that just have an have this healthy essence. as fuck yeah. hanging out at the beach spreading yeah. love yeah doing good things that's yeah. you're like turning into a beach bum kind of in a way <laughs> in a way yeah in a way i mean that's we're we're beach bums now really i yeah. mean i'm i'm uh, i'm at the beach twice a day nice um walking five six miles a day mm -hmm. you know Turn i don't work i don't work out a ton me either it's just long beach walks every long night. beach walks um and then yeah you know i'm geared i'm really i'm really like really ramped up we're finally like all this overhaul discussion like we're finally at a place where like we're ready to kind of turn up on all spheres mm -hmm. like publicly like yeah. you see i just rolled out grouped mm -hmm. the new only steves um yeah we didn't even get to that but like those guys fucked me you know the, 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 the famigo yeah, yeah like really you know again i think i mentioned it earlier it doesn't add up they're gonna need to they're auditing them now mm. you know and then like they made our transition very difficult and delayed it didn't help us fucked us really mm turned off my subscriptions so like yeah. we lost two and a half years of hard work like but it was kind of gonna it, like for me to develop my own and go the group direction like they could have made it they could have helped like we were family and friend like we really were like mm. one of the first people on their platform kilmer was spending time with them all the time mm. and uh yeah like they kind of they kind of did some shit that i feel is like highly unethical mm. you know so now am I am I suing them? You know, Damn, bro. it's just draining. You know, but um, in regards to like the unleash relaunch phase, where we're we're initiating that, mm -hmm. you know, so I'm pretty fired up to like to shove it up everyone's ass a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just like I'm gonna take it to another level. Yeah, and I'm prepared. Like I've I'm prepared financially, business wise, structure wise, but also creatively like I've, I've done so much work mm -hmm. so it's just finishing what I've started mm -hmm. but I feel really prepared to make a really strong not that there's e even an end goal like yeah. I'm not interested in being mainstream famous or any any of that mm -hmm. you know but just taking this to a very impressive place not that it isn't already but you know what I mean and not for anyone else just more for the sanctity of my life and yeah bro. and my family and friends being fucking happy and healthy and free you know so I'm going to take it to the next level and then I'm probably going to disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go on like a two, two year sprint, for like yeah. starting January. There's probably a two year sprint and then I don't think people will ever see me again. Like yeah. I, I'm not going to be on the internet at all mm -hmm. in any way. I, older clips. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, but I, I'll be gone. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just not going to, I have a whole different. What's the plan? I have a whole different vision for, yeah. Like, it's evolved, but I just, I really want to be a father. I want to, mm. I want to, um, I don't want to live a life where I'm like constantly asking for people's attention. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's a toxic space. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just, I just like, I'm, I'm in my low, I'm in my early thirties. And like, if I look at, if I look, I've done so much, mm -hmm. but if you zoom out, it's it's pretty narrow the categories yeah like yeah. there's a lot more to life yeah. yeah you know what i mean big time i don't fucking care about what's going on, on the internet at all mm. you know what i mean like every day less and less mm -hmm. you know what i mean so my plan is just to you know build my businesses 
they're already they're going to be but like even even only steve's like that's really like a beautiful way for me to continue my artistry mm. like privately yeah i'm gonna build up a big listenership who really fucking really care, care. Yeah. yeah and y'all could share they can you know they yeah. can go up online if if we if i want whatever but yeah. like you know what i'm saying like that's an escape plan yeah and then stevenson ranch and and the clothing and uh you know just any of my the chug butter any of the business sectors like the ip stuff or any any of the investment stuff like just building them to very safe and strong places and then hopefully sustainable beyond my involvement from a yeah. marketing perspective. Or you could probably um, sell them. Yeah, I'm going yeah. Something I'm like going to sell Mike. I, I almost sold part of my catalog. I'm going to sell Mike Inc., which is the entire, that's how I'm structuring my business mm. now. Like these new guys, I'm, I'm structuring it as if it were for public sale, for public trade mm. at a certain time. Like Mike Inc., there's... There's the all the sectors, what they're earning, what are the values, mm -hmm. and then what is that all what does that all add up to or in valuation as a whole, as a mm -hmm. unit, in regards to just like the IPs, you know. Mm -hmm. Um Stevenson Ranch has an has an incredible uh path ahead, I believe. Um more gonna oh, go yeah, the real estate sector with it too, just like Dude, Stevenson Ranch is like a very legit clothing line. Yeah, and you it was, like it was being run by wearing. a fucking fool, like a half-ass fool too. That's so wild. We have a great culture, um, but Stevenson Ranch, like it's just kind of one of those like branding things, happy accidents. Like yeah. it's just so good. I it don't works know. though. Yeah, it's just good. And, and uh, but I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna I'm gonna scale it heavily. I had a guy here today. We're talking. We're just. I'm gonna take it the real estate route. I want to do like a boutique hotel in Nashville, thirty to fifty rooms. A storefront on the first floor and mm. like an amazing like bar. a Stevenson Ranch hotel. Yeah, Stevenson Ranch hotel. Well, yeah, it would be a storefront, a bar, uh -huh. and a hotel. It's fire. Yeah, but like, I just know that's a safe first step. Like Nashville, I mean, Stevenson Ranch is so booming, and I have so many Steves and fans that go vacation there. Like mm -hmm. everyone goes there from that whole area to mm -hmm. party and have fun. And um, I think there's a baked-in consumer base. Mm. There's a baked-in clientele. Yeah. And that's kind of the idea, it's right? So um, that's a plan. Then again, it will be a boutique hotel, small, but mm. it will be really dope. And yeah, I just, you know, these are all amazing things to, to discuss and ideate and, and execute, you mm. know, but it's, I don't know. It's, it's just, I'm interested in like other aspects of life, you know, mm -hmm. like I really want to spend a lot of time with my family. I've been away from them for a decade. Mm. Um, I want to spend more time with them. I want to start my own family. Mm -hmm. And then I want to create things in the world. I'll definitely always be somebody who's creating and innovating. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't think it's going to be like, look at me, my mm -hmm. artist. L look at my art. Yeah. Maybe it will. I mm -hmm. don't know. But, you know, for me, it, it feels like I can maybe create some other things in some other sectors that maybe are of service or, you know, great ideas mm -hmm. that help society in some ways. I don't know. I, I don't know, it. you know, but I'm not necessarily like married to being this public figure yeah. much longer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's interesting for me to observe from like, you know, in where, like in my journey, because like I'm already feeling that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's been eye opening for but me. But you're, you're so further along than I am from a, from a self-awareness, uh, spirituality, what is the, like, dude, when I was your age, I wasn't thinking about society or like, 
what <laughs> you know what i mean dude i was literally like oh, i'm gonna make some songs then i got that show i'm gonna go to the club uh, and then we're gonna see let's party go make sure we get some bud lights and mm. yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i was under like we really were like you know like what's the word it's just like like tunnel vision basic uh like the guy guys deep. guys it's not deep yeah it was just like guy like we're just regular guys and that was the merit uh -huh. that was the merit of mike mm. stud to a sense like you could say mike stud you're not a regular guy you're fucking you know but like we were regular guys i, I just happened to be a good baseball player but we were just so regular i'm still super regular mm -hmm. you know what i mean but the way i was seeing things what i was thinking about at your age i mean i i wasn't I wasn't even thinking about how society, what is the purpose? Mm. Like, why are we here? And what's, mm. yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, I wasn't yeah, even yeah. thinking deeply. Yeah. yeah, no, I wasn't. So, you know, this, that's why I feel so young now. I feel mm. is like, it's just another life almost, you know, reborn kind of, Yeah, it sounds crazy to say, but dude, you know, <laughs> bro, I get it. It's been so weird for me, but you know, like it blows my mind. You've only had one macrodose of mushrooms. Cause you're just such a psychedelic guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm microdosing all the time, but I'm, I'm telling you like, it's, I'm, but it's beyond the, it's beyond the substances. You know, nah, that's you, what I mean. You integrate and like, you just live in a psychedelic way. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'll tell you this, like when I started, I wasn't, I lived a life where I wasn't moved by anything. Mm. I was really, really fucking incredibly lucky, amazing family always supported, always loved. Mm -hmm. um, everything I did, I succeeded. Mm. Like I was just the best athlete for whatever reason, you know, like, mm. I don't know why my parents were like regular people. Mm. And, and then, you know, I was good at school. I don't know why I wasn't really paying attention, but I was, I had a good memory and I could, I could more or less fool the schooling system that I was paying attention mm. when I wasn't really. Mm -hmm. And I was, you know, I went to Duke and I got into Harvard. You know, I got into Princeton, like wow. I was a very good student. Mm -hmm. Right. But nothing, there was no, like, it just, it, it was almost like I needed some failures and I needed some, like, I needed to maybe have some things taken away before yeah. I even could appreciate things. Mm -hmm. And, and then, you know, the baseball thing was the first thing that was taken away. But my point is when I, you know, I remember like people coming up to me telling me I should save their life and it didn't really have any type of a feeling on my heart. Mm. Like it didn't, I was, you know, like I was hung over at a meet and greet and they're mm. like telling, you know, mm. and then like the next person comes up two seconds later, says something similar and it can almost make you more numb than you would be. You know, it's not a normal situation. Yeah, I couldn't receive it. And, you know, when I started going the spiritual route and then I had the microdose or I had the just you know entry into spirituality i'll say that shit fucking it literally felt like i had all, i had unlock i literally opened a levy of where all my feelings were mm -hmm. yeah you know what i mean yeah, and it's then the process of opening is what yeah, it really like is it floodgates opened mm -hmm. and then i felt like i knew all this before why mm -hmm. did someone just reminded me that i knew it mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it was like I just, I believe in like energy exchange and life and death, not being fluid. And like, so, I, you know, I think, I think I knew, I think I knew all this. So you're saying I live psychedelically and I only did one macro and that's crazy. Well, it's just, yeah. It's, it's just cause like, I think 
I think it was, this is who I'm supposed to, you know what I mean? I, I feel so right in my home frequency mainly where like, this was something maybe my soul knew already, you yeah. know, maybe, you know, I don't want to sound too, but that's, that's really the truth of how I see it is like, do you feel I, like you I, I believe home? in, a, I believe in other lives and uh -huh. past lives and yeah, it just felt like that. You like, came home. I don't need to take, I don't need, like I, I already, I, I opened what was already inside me. So I don't need more substances like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not to say like, I'm going, you know, you came here and brought me some mushrooms. Like Big I'm boy. probably due for another macrodose. That was, how long ago was that? When were we in Joshua Tree? Oh shit. So five years. Bro. So I'm, and then Fighting. all this shit has happened. Oh man. So I probably need to cleanse and uh -huh. yeah. Yeah, maybe I will. That's awesome. Maybe I will soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm due for a big one myself, too. Mm. People think that, I think people probably have the conception of me if you follow me on Instagram or whatever, that I'm just yeah. out here like every day, you know, eating yeah. five grams of mushrooms. Dude, I haven't eaten five grams of mushrooms in, in, yeah. uh, in a while. Yeah, I like, I think you're tapped in. I think a lot of, I think a lot of shit you say is, um, you know, shows a certain understanding, you know, but I, you're toggling. You know, like you're you're toggling between like needing to be a father and and uh, and a, a man and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, super simple term. Um, the breadwinner. Like oh the, yeah yeah yeah. I got to take care of people. You have to be the I have earner. Relying on you me. have to be the earner. Yes. And then you're toggling between that and like you Full have to establish yourself there. Then, yeah. You know, the cow cabin in the woods. And it can feel like you're getting pulled both ways. Yes. And it's, but it's been, it's fun finding the balance there, you know, yeah. it's fun finding, uh, that's exactly where, you know, that's, that's really the key. Yeah. The Tao. Yeah. I think I'm a, I mean, dude, my like life as a dad is like super dope, you know, mm -hmm. like I, I, yes, I have a very different relationship with my kids than mm -hmm. like, well, your typical father, you yeah. know, like, are you getting good grades or whatever, you know, yeah. We're on what, some what are you, shit. what are, what are you, uh, how old's your kid? So I have a six-year-old daughter. Which I forget about all the time. And you have a new... And then I have a 20-month-old baby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Trippy. Yeah. And, and in regards to, like, what you're teaching them or, you know, that's obviously a big role is, like, you understand programming and mm -hmm. how that works. Big like, time. Big time. How hard is that to uh, navigate in regards to, like... Are they're existing in society normally or well that's the thing that's that's it's it's a it's a very fucking interesting predicament for me man it's like so my six-year-old daughter is not with Mackenzie you right. know like it you know I was right I was 18 you know that's like my Mike stud you yeah. know where you're just like who is that person right Which, hats off to me for not having a kid through that <laughs> I don't know how you did it I don't know how you fucking did it it's like I, I, I fucking Grace of God. I lost my virginity to her mother. We had a kid together. Like, a few months later. Wow. Yeah. It was like that. It's like the first one. Yeah. Uh -huh. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, it was wild. Mm -hmm. But um, it wasn't a month later. It was like a year later. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she is, yeah, man. Like, she goes to public school and she's like, you know, mm -hmm. doing the thing. And then, you know, here I come and we just like go into like this vortex. But dude, she's, it's just so, this is something we could unpack for like hours and hours. But long story short, like she just really, me and her have a very like special connection. And I think me, 
And I've been there her whole life, you know, but like as of late doing more traveling and spending mm -hmm. more time away. And we've developed this really special thing where like we just come together and it is fucking psychedelic. Mm. And she just comes in, gets all these downloads. And then I'm talking to her on FaceTime or, you know, I'm back and, you know, she's got her friends doing deep breaths saying, thank you, father, son and shit. She's six, you know, growing up like a normal, like Ohio Christian, you know, upbringing. And like, she's telling her friends, like, take a deep breath into your belly. <laughs> it's savage. That's and funny. she, um, and she knows, man, like, you know, she was planning out her whole birthday party and everything. And she made sure that there were fruit cups. She's like, my dad would be so mad if we were not eating healthy. So I, 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 you know, I show up and there's fruit cups. That's and funny. she's like, dad, do you like the fruit? You know, That's and she's cute. like, cause she just knows. And like, it's just so, I think it's so cool. And I, I had to really wrestle with it a lot. You know, that's like my big work is like that relationship right there with mm -hmm. Ellie, with my right. six year old daughter, that relationship is like the most sensitive, mm -hmm. like, like, mm, you know, yeah. it's like, that's a, uh, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's been a catalyst for like a lot of my growth as a person. Yeah. You know, that's what saved me from being a bro. You know, or yeah. a bro in that sense to where I'm just like. Because you yeah. like really were. You were like juice on steroids. Like I, I saw some of your clips oh, you posted of you dude. when back in the day. You're like, you don't, unrecognizable. I was in hell. You're jacked. Dude, I was 250 pounds with like 6% body fat. You were literally jacked. I did trend for a year I was straight. geeking how fun, how big you were. Like it was so Bro, funny. I was on more gear than all these NFL motherfuckers, dude. <laughs> I was on fucking everything, You were dude. jacked up. Dude, bro. I mean, it was dark, bro. And. Like, dude, I remember. Why I'm, do you think you were doing that? I know exactly why I was That's doing that. That's why I'm asking. It. I know because, you've unpacked uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly why. <laughs> um, it was because, man, I grew up in this little farm town in Ohio. 70 kids in my graduating class. All the parents had also went to the school. It was like this little, you know, yeah. uh, echo chamber of football and good grades and working at the local factory. Like, that's the dream right there, right? And I, like, grew up in this place, and I always felt so... I didn't fuck with the sports. I didn't care about school. Um, the closest thing I got to enjoyment was, like, going to the next town over, Sandusky, and doing, like, plays, like, in the state theater, like, doing plays and shit. You were doing plays? Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, that was my shit. Like, that's where I, that's where I felt most comfortable. And then I was in band. I'm a drummer. I can shred on the drums. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, you know, I was, so I was into those things, but you know, I didn't have a good experience like in school. I yeah. was just, I felt like invisible. I felt totally out of, you know, like I could, like, I, like, was I even here? Yeah. I remember asking myself if I even existed at one point. And so, you know, this kid, I won't say his name, you know, he got me into, you know, he was taking all these steroids and winning powerlifting records. Yeah. And, yeah, and he was like, Yo, and he would fucking stick this harpoon in my ass <laughs> once a week for me. He would inject me with it. And uh, we would like, there was one gas station in our whole town. <laughs> and me and him would pull up at this little gas station in this little town. And we would both walk in the fucking men's restroom together. I thought you and were going to I know, right? And he would fucking stick the... I mean, it was so unnecessary. That's the last thing they thought you guys were doing. I know, right? <laughs> and, and he would jab me with this. And dude, I mean, I was doing track at the time. I, that was like the only sport I stuck with. Yeah. High jumping. 
and I couldn't high jump the the lat the whole end of my senior year because Too big. he was well no because he was destroying me and I couldn't move dude I remember my ass swelled up like double yeah. the size and I'm fucking like going to school I can't even sit because like he's got like I don't know where the dude it was gnarly dirty like yeah. it was fucking yeah. dirty man and I was fucked but I, like all in the name and I'll short here's the answer it's like I finally I just wanted to be seen. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, if I get fucking big, people can't help but notice me. Yeah. Dude, I was so, I hated myself. I, I was, but I, but I thought I was like, I love, I thought I loved myself. I thought like I was doing a good thing for myself, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. I'm helping people, you know, cause I was yeah. like a beacon of like, see the, motivation di see, the difference the bro, is, so, bros. so if, if we're looking at just A and B, uh -huh. right. I developed later because I felt less hardship earlier. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a cool way for people to digest hardships. That's it's it's less point. of a it, it it is a burden but it's a gift. Absolutely. It's a pass it's a passageway. Absolutely. And um yeah, there's been plenty of times that I wish I found you know, I found kind of my truth earlier, but I really can't say that because I did like I was doing what was true to me the whole yeah, time dude. and just like everything happens at the right time, you know, things things work out. But yeah, like who you're a totally different person if your high school went different. I'm a totally different person if my say I wasn't athletic, yeah. you know, because that was my what else am I doing? And then am I getting seen in any way? Mm -hmm. You know, like I can't. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. The earlier you face a hardship, the faster you can you know the the evolution like really it's a fucking catapult it's a catapult yeah your evolution like it's like a fucking speed chamber like it will yeah. fucking evolve your ass quick you oh, go through dude, the trenches quick. you know i mean dude i became a fucking real estate agent and within six months i was a retired real estate agent you know <laughs> <laughs> like i fucking moved through this. retired or failed or both um dude no i made money <laughs> i made money um my biggest video of all time is a 14 second clip of me saying when you do Wim Hof every day and eat mushrooms every noon full moon, you can't be a real estate agent. And that has like millions of views. And like, that was pretty much what happened, you know? Yeah. Cause I, but I was into psychedelics for like a whole year, like in 2019 before discovering breath work in 2020. Wim Hof is what fucking cracked me open, dude. Like the cold and, and the breath work is what fucking changed my life. Like that's, that, that was a big part of me integrating the psychedelic experiences mm. you know was mm -hmm. like learning how to that's meditation use my me. breath yeah to meditate get out of my mind travel between different states of consciousness you know i think the breathing and the psychedelics really go hand in hand i need to i need to step up breathing man i really haven't gone like mm. full like i'll do some i'll do probably i probably do it twice a week mm. but it's still it's what kinda, kind of breath work are you doing wim hof uh -huh. and i and i just it's not i'm not like I'm not fully committed. You know what I mean? So it's like, Mike, you, you should go see him. Yeah. Yeah. You I have would. the money. You could go see him. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Where's he at? He's in uh, fucking uh, Greenland, the or? Netherlands, Netherlands? Yeah. or Poland or whatever the fuck he's in. So I would over do there, that. go see him. I would like, do that. Ignite the flame. I would do that. I can see yeah. It. I don't know. I don't Because I, I'm a total believer. I've had mo many friends. Like, it's not like I don't believe it. It's just like. Well, it's not even a Wim Hof specific thing. It's yeah. just, you breath know, work. any breath, any sort of, you know, learning how to use your, your breathing properly. It's our greatest fucking tool. Mm -hmm. It's the biggest superpower. Mm -hmm. And whether you're sitting down and doing a full breath work session or whether you're just taking a deep breath to, you know, 
get out like you know that's how we pause the racing mind right mm -hmm. we come back to the breath that's all meditation is is just watching your thoughts coming back to the breath watching your thoughts mm -hmm. coming back to the breath mm -hmm. so that was life-changing for me yeah but it's an interesting point dude the the hardships at an earlier time yeah thing i've never really thought about it that way it's yeah. an interesting way to put it yeah i mean because like you know in in the moment when you're fucking 18 and you're like your whole life you know you're like you're about to be a dad in the, you're in this little town and like I'm ordering steroids made in someone's sink in China. You know, this is where, that's where I was at. Mm -hmm. And it was fucking intense. Mm -hmm. It was intense. Crazy, crazy, crazy journey, sir. It's dope. It's, I think it's, I mean, I don't know. It's just part of, um, this phase for me is like, it's, uh, I would hate to look back at myself five years ago and, and not see a different person. Oh, yeah. I would hate that. Yeah. But until it happens, you're scared to change. Mm. So, you know, it's just a cool perspective to share. You know, just looking back, it's someone you feel you're totally separated from. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and be happy. Mm -hmm. and, be, and I was really happy then, mm. you know. Mm -hmm. But... You can be here and be totally a, a different version that that person from the past would have said, fuck that guy. Mm. And this guy's over here looking back saying, fuck that guy. But you're able, it, it's, a, it's a general happiness to just, once you realize like, wow, I've, you know, that, that's living. Mm. That's, that's what this is about. You know, it's like, it's about going through all the things that are on your menu, you know, like whatever comes your way, mm. like, going through and letting letting life you know letting life unfold and then letting yourself unfold and change and it's like if you look out at nature or anything you know the answers are there yeah your videos are hilarious in nature i always geek to them like what you're just like you're on the beach you're like <laughs> nothing's real man Oh, or, or oh, I don't no even one know knows it. anything. No one that, knows that's anything. That's a big video of mine. And then like the turtle or something. Oh, my sea turtle brother. He told me, dog, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah. But that it's was true. A day. It's true though. Yeah. It's it's like I know like people will look at it and, and you you realize some of your shit goes viral because you're like the token. It's just like you're literally like the guy like this guy's on psychedelics at the beach. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like you are just like the way you talk. Yeah, because. I think, you know, you're, That's I know you're a uh, McKenna guy uh -huh. and just like, you're so, you're so subscribed to just living psychedelic and like that being, that being what it's about and the answers being there, but like even your just energy and like your look and just, yeah, like from where I sit, I geek because I'm, I'm, it's funny because I don't look like it really. I guess I'd maybe do now more. But you're getting like, there. Yeah. But just being like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like. Just being, I don't know, what, what's the word? Like being like a jock kind of guy like I was. And uh -huh. then like, it's, I get that it's like, a, a you know, it's funny. It's uh -huh. like, but with you, it's like, it's funny because it's like, I think you've been so immersed in this life though, in this, in this energy space where you're in, where you are, you're just like super psychedelic and like, well, I you're doing, you're being live it. truly it's, genuine. You're yeah, living it's it. it's my truth. So that's why, I mean, I, but there's the people that see your shit and it's like, you're that, you're literally like that guy who's just like so tapped in and on like a hippie, like a modern hippie vibe. You uh -huh. know what I mean? I get called um, that a lot. But I like, honestly, man, the world needs, 
like I've said this before, the world needs like, yeah, when you're done, I didn't know if you were, the world needs more like just genuine, genuine truth from people who are, who are tapped in. I, th I think the world needs mushrooms, not for everybody, but generally speaking, that's what they're doing. Yeah, I know. But like, even that, like, I just know the powers that be and how, you know, I have my own feelings and knowings about it's, it's aligned with a lot of the stuff you talk about, but just like you have to find your own truth. And I think, I think society has made it really hard to like live in your truth. You're Definitely. constantly comparing and you're constantly distracted. Definitely. So more and more people who are like you're posting in the moment and like you're, you're high on like the download you had. Yeah. And it's fucking funny to, especially to people who have no idea what you're talking about. They just were at the cubicle all day. And they're uh -huh. like, fuck, look yeah. at this guy. <laughs> oh my God. And really like, I'm laughing at them, you know, and you're laughing at them. And not laughing, but you know what I'm saying? Like, oh dude, I don't even think about those people. You know? I don't either. That's so funny for me to think about the perspective of someone. They're probably like, what a fucking, but there's no. something in your heart and your soul. I've learned that like, you're like, you, you like, if you hate it, if you're very triggered by it, it just shows that you re your soul is yearning for it yeah. that fucking much more. And not, when I say yearning for it, I don't mean like being me. I'm saying like being free. Free. Being totally fucking free out there on a rock with your hair blowing, not giving a fuck. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just it's, out there talking to the turtle. Society is built literally for the other direction. Exactly. You know? So it, it is going to trigger and hurt people to see and people are going to make fun of you and talk shit. And I've, I've gotten it. Mm. You know, like, Dude, fucking go back to I miss Mike Studd. Like, oh, I'm sure. That says so much to me about you than way more than it does about me. Yeah. You know, like yep. um, but you know, it is really, really hard um to navigate society. Yeah, man. And be tapped in and oh my like God. you know, like you said, I can't be a real estate agent anymore after I did this. Like it's kind of how what I'm talking about by disappearing yeah. in my career. Like, uh -huh. yes, I'm an artist and that goes hands in hand with psychedelics. But I'm saying like, I'm just looking at people on the Internet and then now I'm on there. And then like, I'm essentially like it, it really all is like my whole life is unfolded in this way. And it's because other people like me mm -hmm. and I need them to like me. Yep. You know what I mean? So um, really, my career took off when I stopped like it was it was 2020 or so mm. and i when i first started awakening a bit mm -hmm. and i realized like you know i had that awakening where like you can't worry about if people are gonna like it or not mm -hmm. you got to do what you like you know mm -hmm. but that's that's how life is mm -hmm. and that's how like most people would say you're crazy to want to disappear <laughs> you know you built up this thing and you can you know you, you don't want to have podcast like i you know even podcasting bro mm -hmm. like i don't even I'm not super draw like I love having like I'll, I'm very choosy with who I'll even speak to anymore. I don't want to talk to athletes about their fucking season. <laughs> you know what I mean? I I'm not saying that in a cocktail. No, I get like, it. No, I totally my, I'm not get good it. in it. You're like, just not in that world right now. I don't care. Yeah, you like don't care. you know, not that I want them to do great and be happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm not. Even, I'm just saying. Being on the internet, talking and telling everyone all my fucking life, it's like that. That doesn't seem that. That's not necessarily like uh, attractive to me anymore so i'm just not doing what i'm attracted to and I, and I can see myself i have a plan i'm gonna execute it and then i'm gonna disappear because i i can see myself my i already know what this feels like when your soul is like ah mm -hmm. you sure mm -hmm. you know 
So um, I can see myself, um, I'm planning an escape, you know, but I don't know when it will be. It could be five years. It yeah. could be two. I think it will be closer to two, you know. By but the it way, I'm happen. planning an escape fucking also. Yeah. Fuck yeah, God. I think anyone Mine will take a little longer than Mike's, but yeah, I'm but fucking you're young. getting out of here. I know. You know? I know. That's why it'll take longer. You're young. I think this went out. That's okay. Here you go. Yeah. You know, but shit, there's really no, there's no right or wrong way, man. No. There's no right or wrong way. Yours is going to look way different than mine. <clears throat> Even if you are on the same wavelength on certain things, like certain aspects will be totally different. Mm. It's a one player game, you know, but at the same time, it's all the same game. Mm. You know what I mean? So everyone's having a different experience, but it's, 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 we're playing the same game. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know. I try not to be negative about society or anything. I just, I just really love being alone and I love, well, not alone. I love being around the people that I, that I love mm. and then like being less around crowds or mm. people or that's what the internet feels like, a crowded room now. Oh, yeah, you know? bro. And I realized, I'm like, dude, I'm opening up my whole fucking life to a bunch of people that I would never fuck with in real life. Yeah. Think about that. I post a video on TikTok and 100,000 people see it. In a fucking venue of a hundred thousand people, yeah. who am I actually going to be drawn to? A few. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and you wouldn't say you you would never if, if the arena filled up, you wouldn't go out there and want to have that conversation. But you don't see it like that. You're just like, right. oh, I'm just posting. I'm talking in my house. Oh right, and, and the that's, internet that's a, gets a hold of it. It's a beautiful it thing. That's a beautiful thing. But there's also a very serious like pro and con uh, pendulum swinging. You know, like so. I don't know. I, I haven't really, I don't know if I'm in the space to have an intelligent conversation about what I'm feeling with my whole internet presence, but it's been fucking You seem very, gnarly, dude. I'm watching your ebbs and flows. You seem very confused on like what you want to do, <laughs> what you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm, yeah, I mean, I get it. I, dude, last year, my business was fucking booming. I was bawling. I was living the dream, mm -hmm. but I couldn't see that. And because I needed the, the outside validation, mm. you know? And this, it, once again, you know, that, that bitch, creep, that dirty bitch creeping back leaves. in, right? She never Wanting leaves. the validation. And, uh, you know, just like we talked about, the muscles and then... You know, and then after, well, once I got off steroids, thanks to psychedelics, then I became obsessed with money and I started spending all my money on like designer shoes and shit, which was ridiculous. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't even imagine that. What, me? Yeah. Wearing, oh, dude, I was wearing, and here's what's funny. I would order them on Grailed because I couldn't afford the full price. <laughs> so I would order them on Grailed, used, and I would get like shoes that were too small. But I would wear them anyway because I thought people would care that they had the Givenchy logo. And meanwhile, I'm in a coffee shop in Sandusky, Ohio with it's so a few stupid. old people. It was it was terrible. Yeah. It was yeah, terribly no. idiotic. Anyway, no, I mean, so so then over over the winter, I dropped a bunch of clients because I was like, dude, I got to like, you know, I'm blowing all these other people up. I got to blow myself up. Right. Managed to do that to a certain extent yeah. here right now as we sit. It's looking pretty good. And I'm just like. Holy fuck! This has its a whole other set of problems. It does. And I'm looking back. And I'm looking back at my life when I was, and like when I say rich, I mean like in terms for me, yeah, my yeah. rich and anonymous life. That's the way, bro. It was so much better. But now I now I 
you know, have all these weird, probably ego constructed ideas of now I have a duty. I've, I've, un I've unleashed this Pandora's box. Now every fucking 16 year old that follows me wants to be a psychedelic wild man on Instagram. And I'm like, you know, I got to like show up. So now. much ego in it. There's so much ego in it. It's Do you think any of that's real? Because, like, people are messaging me, like, man, I just want to be like you, man. I'm like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Be free. It's be definitely you. real. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely real. It's like. Get the lighter. Mic. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just it's just not the reason why. I can't. It, yes, it's you're very, right. It's very easy um, nowadays for everyone's creating. But it's like, if you have any type of, you know, it, it becomes this this other part of your ego that's just like, it's a duty, you know, like, yeah, it's like, no, man, like there's actually 8 million guys on the internet doing something very similar. They could just find the next person. Like if it's part of your path where you are right there and your intuition is saying to do it, then do it. Mm. But as you evaluate, you know, like it can't be about a duty to these other people that are yeah. literally just, it's, it, that sounds insensitive to say, but the, it's, it's just more about what those people need in their life at that time. Yeah. You're just a vessel. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? Definitely. Even with my, you know, like. And I know I've made a big ripple. Like, I'm at peace with disappearing. Yeah. I just. We're talking, this there. is super high level to be even, but to, to really, to really disappear and like really put your ego down to bed. That's, it's, it's very high level. It's hard. Yeah. I, I'm not even saying I'm there yet. I'm just. No, I'll, be, I, I'll consider myself there when I'm not posting clips of my podcasts. Yeah. Like, if yeah. I don't need to post a clip. Yeah. Then, I'm de then I'm detached to a good level. Yeah. But I'm going to post clips yeah. right now. Yeah, I mean, and, and you're just in a different space, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But it's, dude, it's my totally business, different. Like, dude, I, I'm just, it's been really eye-opening. I'm like in this right now, processing this. And I'm like, dude, like, you could literally rebuild your business and within six months, like, just use my Instagram as like a networking tool right now 100%. to like gain big clients. It's like, dude, you could be off this shit in three to six months if you really Easy. wanted to be. Yeah. I'm due for a big dose. <laughs> 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 and yeah. we'll see where that lands. Cause dude, I mean, I was, dude, I, I had months where I was making like 20K a month. And mm -hmm. I'm, it's great. I got 3,000 Instagram followers and I'm fucking out in baller Airbnbs and Joshua Tree eating mushrooms with my girl. Like, I'm like, this is the dream. But at the time, all I could think about was when am I going to be at 100,000? When am I, or right, like whatever, so bro. It was it's like a necessary journey yes, you have to go on. Have it's, to do it. it's just about being, what you're, what you're so good at at a young age is like, you're just being open to like you're just hyper aware. So like mm -hmm. when if it's not feeling right, it's, you're Can't able you're able to say all right, I was wrong, yep. and then go. You, you've disillusioned that the the ego is gone enough to where you're at least able to call yourself I've out. I've developed your own, the relationship with it. You're able to call yourself out in your own bullshit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And actually do it versus yeah. like most people just have an undertone of hating themselves. They're not sure why. That's they never, the integration. They I never addressed doing it. Yeah. Doing the real work. Yeah. Facing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to do it, and you do it. I wasn't doing it at your age, so. But dude, your your journey is super necessary. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, you have no idea. I don't think because you can't. Like, I can't. I can't acknowledge the fact that I my podcast does anything good for anybody. It's weird for me. But dude, you sharing this whole journey of Mike Stud to Mike, mm. you know, is like life changing for people bro yeah it's a it, it's a beacon of change as you said it's it's not it's just literally what happened yep. and and 
you know, the nature of it is it has to be shared because that's the content. And then that's the whole ethos of the whole thing is just like, it's just a story. Mm. Yeah. It's a true story. Yep. You know what I mean? So you're documenting. It's a true story. And, and if the fucking story helps people, then that's, that's amazing. You yeah. know, regardless, like people consume it enough and, and we've made, you know, tons of connections with people mm. on a consumption level at, and it helps them in some way, whether it's making them feel good or making them feel whatever it is, there, there's a role it's played in people's lives. And that's, that's amazing, you know? Um, and they've played it. I mean, the Steve's like, when I think about the relationship, it's like, these people really do know, you know, like, I, I have been fully, pretty fully transparent. Here. No, it's intense, dude. Yeah, they really for do, real. for the most part, know me, um, yep. you know, and, and what's gone on, and and they're the, they are like it is a mutual love. I do really love them because, fuck, man, they they gave me this whole life, you know. So, and that's really the truth, you yeah. know. So, I think it's a fruitful relationship when you're it's a relationship. It's like two people working hard to support the other people and also getting benefits uh-huh. like that's what a great relationship yeah. is like two people i want to see them do good they want to see me do good it helps me yep. for them to mm-hmm. like what i'm doing and it it helps it helps them that i'm i'm appreciative of what their role in my life and it's like this it's an equal energy exchange equal energy exchange what i'm trying working hard to create and i shouldn't say working hard but like my whole it's your intention. My whole intention is just to like make this fair exchange and like, yeah, I deserve, I deserve, you know, I deserve, I feel as though I deserve the life I'm leading. You know what I mean? Um, I really feel like I've worked super hard, you know, or we just like stayed super consistent and I'm, I'm proud of that. But I also, the whole ethos of it is like, I, I really don't feel like how many different than them or like important mm-hmm. you know what i mean i really don't no you don't live like that no nah, i don't you I, don't even drive like no con, like dude like, we have a jeep yeah bro you guys i'm in a fu- yes we're in the house we're nice. in houses the house is nice we're in houses but that's that's where i'm staying all yes. day like that of course that's my fucking that's where i'm at you have no jewelry on bro i'm wearing fucking i'm wearing my own merch yeah <laughs> <laughs> and a duke hat and a fucking duke hat my mom gave me for my birthday oh my a fucking bucket hat it's epic yeah I, so I, I just don't give a fuck you know what i mean about that shit and 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 i'm super thankful to be here and it's not it's not always easy but i got an easy life mm-hmm. compared to most people steve's kicking in his sleep looking oh, he's running in his sleep <laughs> Is the camera guy going to get him on that one? That's hilarious. He's running look through the fields of fucking Scotland over there. Um, yeah, no, super, super. I, I'm not, I'm very aware of how lucky my overall mm. thing is. I've just been so lucky and, and uh, trying to do the most with it. You're doing a great job, dude. I have a question for you. You shared the thing up on your story um, up again. Was playing at a baseball game. Mm-hmm. Because I look at myself like six months ago and cringe. Like, is there any part of you that like hears that now, like not drinking or anything that hears that? And like, do you cringe? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I I know what you're asking, like the content matter of it. Like there's when I hear older stuff. 
When I hear older stuff, when I'll say older, I'm saying like anything before the mic change. Okay. Now, the mic stuff, and like I'll even have stuff on this album that comes out right now. The way I make music is like, I just, may, I just literally throw a paint against the wall. There's a whole, there's a collage of ideas and I'm like, I literally like float through them and just grab the ones that mean something to me and I'm like corralling and corralling and shepherding, you know? So there's, there's shit that was made for the lows or, or it was made, it was just made, it wasn't for the lows. And then now I'm in the lows, I'm like, this is amazing for this. And it's like, it's from this time where, you know, I was in a low vibe or in a mood that time or whatever, whatever, whatever the reason is that works on the lows for me, which the lows isn't like a depressing piece of music. It's not at all. It's, but it's like, my point is, I, I'm able to look at it. I'm able to look at like those times and just, you know, it's, I'm, I'm still the same person. You know what I mean? What, I'm, what I mean by that is like, I know exactly why I was doing it. Mm -hmm. I was, we were having a great time. Yep. You know what I mean? I wasn't hurting anyone. Yes. Like, so I, I don't, I'm not a, especially when the music's good. Like that song's good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. when the mic stud, some stuff a little hard to hear, uh -huh. you know, even the way I would rap, like, I don't know. It's just hard to hear, but, um, some of it, I hear promise in it. Some of it's pretty good. You know what I mean? But like, I'm just in this spot where I'm not judging myself. That's man. good. I'm not, I'm just not like, I don't think you should. I was just asking like, yeah, if yeah. you struggle with that. No, it's because, a good question. Because that, that's been a big part of my journey is like learning to have love and for my the previous versions yeah. of myself. I actually geek to it. Yeah. Like I geek to it. Well, it's I, good art. I think that's how art should be. You should be able to appreciate it for what it is. Yeah. I was fucking drinking. No, but I geek to like, I just geek to the, even, even just like the party stories and shit or like, you know, we were leg we were legends in that party space for a while. Like we were the touring's boring era. I don't know if you were into that. Dude, I totally missed it. Yeah, I that totally was missed. It. I think I was a little too you're young. young. Yeah, you were like twelve. <laughs> yeah, I was a little kid. I missed it. <laughs> no, you were like how old? How old are you now? Just so you were, yeah. So you were, you were like, not. Of course, you weren't into uh -huh. it. It was college culture, bro. I didn't discover you until six months before we started working together. Yeah. And that's just the mic stuff. It was the mic stuff. Yeah. That's what, that's what I found. It was, yeah, people uh, thought I was crazy for rebranding. Now they're like, dude, I can't even imagine you as Mike Stud. Dude, Mike. I, I mean, I remember when I first discovered you, like it was uh, uh, in and out. Uh -huh. and, right? And like, so I'm like, and, and at that time, you didn't have a lot of mic content out no you know and when i'm listening to an artist you know i like to go in there and see what's up and yeah. i remember like going to your instagram it was just like so fucking confusing because it was and i but i understood it because i've been there in my mm -hmm. own life like i remember just like seeing like the final couple posts before like the whole vibe changed yeah and i was like oh this dude's like just recently going through something yeah and so like that's like when i found you well that's cool. At the, right at the beginning of like that. I can't believe I've been making music this long. It doesn't feel like it. I feel so fucking young. I don't know. But it's, 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 um, how many years? 12 years? I can't years? think, I can't even think back 12 years. So I'm making music and like, I can't Sick. think back to like what vibe I was on when I was making music even. It's a little hard to remember mm. in the beginning. Mm. Like I can't really remember like now I just, everything's just stream of conscious freestyle. Like I can't imagine what I was doing when I would hear music and be like, do you remember? Do you, how, how was I, was I, I was writing, right? I was writing. We were playing songs on fucking loop in there. I'm writing lyrics. 
That's crazy, bro. I hear a beat now. I pull it up and do it. It's fucking uh -huh. 20 minutes later. It's like there or it isn't, you know? Dude. Bro, it's crazy. So I don't even, like, you know what I mean? I just have so much. It's just, I, I geek to, like, the evolutions. It's from, from where I am right now, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty geek. I'm like pretty geeked out on like the the amount the vast evolution of like and just more so for life. Like I don't know. I was just kind of immature and a little in my own bubble, you know. So now I'm just like, man, life is so you know, there's there's just so many evolutions ahead even, you know. It's crazy. We were partying. No, we were like drinking and like I would like have girls come in and people come in like, but like literally like go right in another room like trying to get away from people. But I wanted people in there to be like cool, you know like. Wow. <laughs> it was. Uh, it had to be. It had to be. It, it was, was just. It was full on rap, dude. Yeah. Kodak Black, yeah, he did do that. That was funny, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just I forget what we were talking about exactly, but yeah, the music, like, oh yeah, we we're talking about you know looking back on the old music. It's just like, yeah, it just feels like I'm looking at a different person. Like it's a, I'm the same, but it's a different person, and I geek to it. And I'm like, oh ha, you know, that's crazy. Like I literally look at it and be like, that's crazy. You know? And that's really yeah, it. I don't know. It's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. It's really it. Have you heard of Rich Men North of Richmond? Yeah. yeah. yeah I heard that. I heard that. The redhead dude. Uh huh. Yeah. You into it? Yeah. Dude. Moves me. Yeah. It fucking moves me. Yeah. It's like so authentically. Oh, it's so like, good. Yeah. That, My fiance, born and raised in LA, is telling me, like, it's, I can embody being a 40 year old blue collar working class guy yeah in, you know in virginia mm -hmm. like he takes you there yeah he's really good yeah dude he's, he's really good he's really good talented anyway that's mike's takes of the day <laughs> it's a fly in here this has been a real one how, how long are we in? yeah we're in a vortex we found it we found a great deep bag though good talk that's why you know i really don't do it mm -hmm. much, but you I know. know this is an exclusive interview. You're a hermit these days. Gave you some insights. Yeah, bro. It actually turned into that. Like I talked about, like all, uh -huh. <laughs> all the drama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's. Uh, I'll definitely, I'll definitely have um, more. A lot. I'll have more dialogue, kind of along the lines of what I was saying. Like, it needs to be addressed, and there's there's reasons why, and I'll explain that when I do. Yeah but there's reasons why it needs to be addressed publicly as well, mm -hmm. um, which I've done a little bit of. We did some today, but there's more to come on it all, but it's not what it's about. It's not so everyone can necessarily um, look at somebody and blame them. It's more so, you know, it's kind of being accountable to them. Definitely. Like in regards to these were all the people that were impacted. Mm -hmm. Also, there's a lot of people in my network that I wanted to make aware mm -hmm. because he was my guy. Which is why he's in any of the doors he's in in the first place. But he was my guy, you know, and if it's not addressed, then like potentially those people could be, you know, he could still be using your name. To yeah, that, but also just like maybe he, you know, gets 
ideas going with them and they're they're they think he's solid yeah. you know what i mean or they think that he's my guy and it's, you know so that's kind of part of it that's part of it it's part of it's, it's also part of like what i was saying earlier just like the punishment that i think is good for him i think it's necessary and like that that hurts him he needs to be hurt but I, it's not to hurt him in that way you know what i mean it's just it's part of the journey you know more info more info more soon. info to come but good talk. That was a good teaser. Yeah, great good chat. Talk, Steve. Thanks yeah. for doing it, man. Of course. Of course. See you, everybody. Oh, I got to pee. Dude, so do I. so That was a great chat. Thank you all for watching that podcast with Miguel. It's always fun going to Malibu podding with Mike. Very uh, fun conversation we had today. Um, well, not today. Not today. That the day I'm sitting on, but the day that this podcast was filmed. Anyway. Thank you guys for watching. You can get your I'm Feeling Mushroomy shirts in the description. I'm feeling mushroomy.com. And I have a lot more podcasts and vlogs right here on my YouTube channel that you can check out. You don't have to go search the internet for other things to watch because there's lots of cool things already on this channel for you amazing people. I'm feeling mushroomy.com. Make sure you're following me on the Instagrams and the TikToks and all that shit. You know what it is. You know what it is, son. Thank you guys for watching. See ya.